What's good, Internet? Welcome to session 132. Wow, that's a big number of Super GG Radio, an NPR of Illinois podcast. We're friends chat about video games and all things adjacent. I am the one and only survivor of Talos 1, Alex Arona. I accidentally invested all my points into strength, so I've lifted up every AC unit possible. Also with me this week is Savior of Dunwall, Joel DeWitt. You know, I am a pro at the sneaking kills now, Alex. It's good. We'll need them for our backlog this week. Also creeping in is Eric Getty Gettinger. Pretty sure he thinks he is Colt at this point. Every week, the same thing. I need to break the loop, Alex. D- don't, don't do the voice. And also, I don't think you will! <laughs> uh, last member of the Super GG crew and outsider expert, Alec Parks. You know, Alex, all these games really are a blind spot for me. Sounds like a perfect opportunity for video game homework, especially considering that one of the best ones is a Metroidvania with roguelike DLC. Well, everyone drop everything you're doing. Wait, we're already, we already have homework currently, so it's like we're not going to double up on homework. Anyway, this week we have some insane robot battling and early adopters. See what Atlas brought us in the news. They brought us nothing new. I know. They brought us desktop back, uh, background. Uh, and then go on a quest in the backlog. But first, early adopters, where we play alphas, betas, and swords that are also rockets. Rocket sword. Guys, Rocket Sword was buck wild. We played a game called Rocket Sword in that your character grabs a sword and it shoots like a rocket out of control and your job is to try to direct it as best you could to fight off helicopters and other uh, enemies. Uh, I thought this, ge- this game got- was really wild. Uh, Getty, what was your impressions of Rocket Sword? It's absolutely insane and I love it. <laughs> it just it just kept going it just kept going it just, just i and your guy is kind of going ah like a, a good chunk of it which is very funny to me uh beta Joel, of the year beta of the year you like that <laughs> oh you're calling it's you're real, calling beta of the year it's really good i uh this is you guys know me i usually just sort of dabble in the stuff we try i i took the time to beat this one. <laughs> oh, you beat uh, i didn't beat it I, I, i'm I beat not it. I, yeah turns out yeah. i'm not great at rocket sword <laughs> so the movement kind of reminds me it's kind of a bad comparison but uh i played a game called jet lancer last year which is like a aerial dog fighting game it that has a lot more control and like deliberateness to it but this one is just madcap zany like you said it's just the sword flying this character kind of just like futzing around on the end of it and just whittling around kind of like uh the the Mount Your Friends kind of dies where that are, their limbs have no, like, actual rigidity to them, you know? Well, I mean, and at just... that point, he's holding on for dear life, Joel. True. But you would think he would have some control of the rocket sword. Yeah. He has, he has, to, he has to master the rocket sword. He has to wield it. <laughs> I mean, Which are is, again, you really very wielding funny. a rocket, or are you just along for the ride? I think this is a job for the rocket knight. Yeah, but you can like swing the sword, you can thrust it, you can maneuver it Dodge. around, so you have some control over it. There is also a meter yeah. where if you fill it, uh, you press the, the think the space bar button, and he just starts like yelling like he is an anime character powering up. And uh, I did, never figured out what it actually did. Does it do just do extra damage? Because I didn't see damage. much difference. I, and it okay. heals you. Oh, it's. Does he, oh, he's yelling okay. the whole time. He, <laughs> you have yeah. that one. That's really funny. Uh, the, the other thing, too, is that... So there are ground bad guys and then aerial ones. And the ground ones, I always found myself just, like, going across the whole screen, pointing the sword as I flew by on the ground. Just, I wish there was some way where they would show, like, the bodies sort of, like, pin themselves to the sword as you wrapped them up. I mean, oh, they're yeah. already kind of wild and zany. It doesn't have to be violent. It doesn't need to be that way. It can be a, a family-friendly impaling. <laughs> okay, Vlad. <laughs> See, I would have liked a little bit like... I would have liked us... Like our next game, I would have liked some slow-mo so that I can really see myself just, like, slamming into everything or making, mm. like, suit, like dodges, last-minute dodges and just, like, adjusting midair 
because uh, part of the 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 trouble I had with it is that the the action is so chaotic and wild with explosions that I I had problems even holding like finding my character amongst the mayhem, and that's where I'm like, wow, I just. I like that. I think that's a good thing because of that. It, it, it was grinning ear to ear, but that's where a slow-mo would have gotten like a little bit of that extra touch, just a little bit of extra, you know, like finesse to me to, to see my character spinning and slashing against helicopters and uh, flying tanks and just racking up, like going through all of these minions. That would have given it a real good sweet spot. You mean something like you tend to boomerang next, where you hold down a button and you've got a brief, like, slow motion period to kind of adjust and plan your direction? Something yeah, because like you're also getting, like, shot at by with homing missiles, so if you could just mm-hmm. give one little slow-mo dodge, like, at the last second. Because there is a dodge button, there's also upgrades that you, you know, when you finish a run, you get, you get, uh, you get ranked and you get points, and then you can buy certain upgrades. Yeah, I, I agree with you that the aerial stuff, it it gets kind of tough, especially because they've got those sort of radial like things around the edges to show you where the bad guys actually are in relation to you, right? But you, like you said, they're going so fast that sometimes you'll just like zip right through a pile of guys without touching them. Uh, the the missiles and stuff, I loved getting through that. Is it this does this cool the cool thing of like you're gonna swing your sword and it's gonna deflect all the missiles and have that cool like effect. The only thing I wish might be different there is that if you could deflect the missiles and like projectile them back at the enemies or something, that'd be kind of cool. But, they would scatter and they would go off, but it wasn't enough damage oh, to like a parry. Really kill anybody. Yeah, mm-hmm. you would parry them. Right. Yeah. So. Um, I think there's a lot. There's this is very fun. I think that uh, if only uh, one thought would be for extra life, we could just see who could last the longest. But it doesn't have like an infinite mode, which also would be amazing. Just like an infinite mode, eh. just some variability. There. Well, you guys, you got to the boss. Uh, I know Joel said he beat it. So the boss fight, Alex, did you also make it to? It? Yes. No. No. I did not make it to the boss fight. Okay, so one of the really funny things about the boss fight in the first area is that it is on a loudspeaker, and it keeps going, put down the sword. (laughs) You're breaking federal regulations. So is that like the story behind it? Is that you're just an outlaw? I don't know if there's much of a story. Yeah, it's just your guy (laughs) holding on for dear life on a sword. Yeah, I mean, like this, this, I mean this in the most loving way possible. Sometimes this kind of felt like a new drowns game, where mm. it's just something that was made up in Flash, and it's just kind of like madcap and zany and uh, stuff. And, and again, I, I don't think, mean that it's of, a denigrating. Of course not. Comment. How many like, hours did we waste on new ground games growing up? Yeah, or I even think of something like uh, N Plus, like that that came out of that, and you've yes. seen that show up on actual console and PC. Like the good stuff's made on there, and it just it it was reminiscent of that kind of stuff. We all get it. You have Friday Night Funkin' fan fiction. Just cut it out. Uh. <laughs> no, my son has Friday Night Funkin' fan fiction. <laughs> I, just, I don't think Alec knows what Friday Night Funkin' is. It's DDR. Yes. Okay, yeah. he does know what. Okay, you know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It sounds a lot dirtier than that, but you know. Well, oh, well that is. is the point. He's trying. He's trying to get some. Uh, that is. That is very much the point. Anyway, I do want to give a quick shout out to this dev in particular for making a Linux build. Thank you. Uh, what dev is it? Uh, Ivy. I just tweeted with them. Ah. Uh, don't uh, shout them out, Alec, if you ain't prepared to say their name. Uh, Ivy Sly. <laughs> Ivy Sly? Yes. Shout out to Ivy Sly. Check out Rocket Sword. Yeah, Rocket Sword's awesome. And uh, Joel is, is uh, voting for uh, Beta of the Year. So. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, it looks like it is on Steam as well, so you can add to your wish list now. Ooh. Okay. You're, now you're speaking my language. Rocket Sword. The next game we played is a game called Saint Hell. Or Stethel, because it's all one word in caps. I think the second one was right. Um, Yeah, that was a tough one to figure out which one was the right pronunciation. I'm just calling it Saint Hell. Uh, Getty, do you want to provide numbers? This is the game you usually like to do, where you play like an endless shooter, and then we just compare numbers. What? what, Yeah, hold on. I I I took the picture. I got 48. 
Uh, almost two minutes. I was three seconds. I like shy to think up. that it is still. Ah. <laughs> that's, that's how uh, yeah. I felt. Like, I was two seconds short of uh, two minutes. Okay, gallery. Uh, I'll also throw my picture up in the Discord chat so that everybody can see it. Uh, rank was twenty fifth, three minutes and nine seconds. Good work, uh, Joel. I assume you did not do this. Oh, I'm I'm not prepared to do number one. Uh, Number waned. Uh, n- number <laughs> waving. <laughs> I mean, tomato, tomato. Yeah, yeah. Uh, needless to say, I can't compete in that area. Uh, the game is fun, though. Like this, this it was reminiscent of what was it, Devil Daggers? Yeah. Tell me, tell me about Saint Hell. Me, okay. <laughs> the one who played it the least. Uh, so Saint Hell is an endless uh, first-person shooter where basically you're just stuck in an area. It was kind of a circular area for the level we played. And then it's just endless waves of bad guys. Uh, they're sort of robots, weren't they? They were robots. Like, kind of little mini robots that start chasing after you. And, like, you are backpedaling the entire time as you're doing this. You're just playing the kite they game? Run up, yeah, they run up to you so quickly. And, and you have a sort of a quick dash that helps you maneuver out of the way, too. But even with that, like, they are... They will quickly become a horde of robots unless you pick them down and, and they take a couple hits to take down they're, they're not quite that easy to knock off and it starts with these sort of humanoid robots and then it moves on to these uh sort of saw buzzsaw kind of things that don't like dashing after you too and you know they've got these little pedestal areas where they'll occasionally drop ammo or health and then the object is to survive. That, that's as far as I doubt with enemies. I don't know what else was added don't on after Don't die. That. Yeah. There was, no, um, there was a weird there was spider. There explosive guys. There was a yeah. weird spider guy. There was a, uh, like a trash can looking robot that would just explode if you got near them. Um, and then there was, uh, I got to where there was a floating eye shooting above me. Oh, good. And that's where I fell off. What about Getty? Getty got any other ones? Yeah, no, it just gets progressively crazier. So the hatchet men, I thought those were really funny because you could usually kite them around. And then the key is to wait until the first drop comes for ammo and for the spider guy that Alex was describing. If you kill the spider guy, you pick up his shotgun that he drops. And then... uh, once you get to, I think it's about, it's a little bit after two minutes, that's when the flying guys start to show up. Yeah. And there will be another spider bot that comes out, and he will drop a SMG. There we and go. And then it just got to the point where I was getting mauled by everything. The <laughs> trash can, like, little exploder guys, they were the absolute worst, because if you didn't get far enough away, they would just one-shot you. And the problem with them is that you can't just run away from them. You actually have to use the oh, dodge because yeah. you do have like a juke dodge. And if you didn't use that dash, you would, there was no, as soon as you got near the exploder guys, walking in any direction away from them wasn't fast enough to be out of their range. Oh, you could and, by oh. stupidly jumping over them. Oh yeah. Even that I found that I was still getting, I was still getting hit for half damage with like, half my life. I'm sorry. Half my life. So that was not a fun game to try to gauge against. I was like, Nope, this is not, I'm just going to dash away from them. Also the problem I had is the shotgun was slow. And yeah. as soon as I got the shotgun, I was like, well, this is just a handicap now. This is not fun. This is just taking me down a, a peg. It was versus, like a handgun for some of the mobs, but yeah. It wasn't particularly helpful for... Okay, so it was helpful against the little hatchet men and sometimes the chainsaw buzz guys. But mm, I could never f- take one of those down. I tried. Because uh, you you have a slow-mo in this, and I, I hit the slow-mo and just emptied as much of the clip as I could into one of those buzzsaw guys, and I never took one down. So I just said them, fighting them was a fool's game uh, <laughs> and just kind of kept moving forward. The um, it's a, it's very fun. It looks really great. It's very well animated. It is very it's graphically it look it's it looks like realistic robots. What, and one thought is that the guns float in air. You don't get any hands to see yourself shooting, which yep. only to me felt like okay. Just do this in VR. 
give uh, give a controller yeah. uh, give the controller analog in one with a button on on left trigger right trigger is the gun boom you're off to the races you hear that Joel, Joel? thoughts that that makes me feel motion sickness just thinking about it. <laughs> yeah this game this got game me a little <laughs> queasy I, I can so I can imagine yeah no so it's it's very fun to kite fest going in circles shooting backwards uh, and trying to survive very fun uh, that is uh, Saint Hell, uh, and it was like hell. And that was Endless Waves this week, and that's how I enjoy my betas. Let's grab another few and take a break. We'll be right back. Hey news, I got something exciting to talk about this week. I'm planning a cosplay. What what are we cosplaying, Getty? I thought we were doing Spike Spiegel and, and You Jay. gotta get to the end of the segment in order to reveal what it is, Alex. Oh, uh, okay. But are we still doing Spike Spiegel and Jet? You gotta get to the end of the segment, <laughs> Alex, in order to find out what Fine, I wrote. Okay. <laughs> I mean it's a little late now. That show's going live. Supposedly we see a teaser this weekend also Ooh. uh what's it called i'll be interested in seeing that what's that what's that show the netflix show you wanted alec sandman oh sandman sandman, sandman. get a teaser too apparently supposedly this saturday nice uh video game news quantic dreams making a star wars game and the internet is hyperventilating getty is super hyped because he likes uh quantic dream games i do you guys don't that's good i do they're okay David uh, Cage the is, doesn't like them. Sure, David Cage isn't yeah. a great guy. What um, else have they done? But uh, Heavy Rain, uh, Fahrenheit. What's, what's that what? one about robots? Detroit. Detroit, Detroit. become Detroit. human. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And then um, yeah, become two souls. Uh, uh, become two souls. Beyond two Beyond souls. Two souls. With Ellen Page and Willem Dafoe. And then what was the Vertigo prophecy? Was that Vertigo prophecy? Was that the all right. In the Doe Prophecy, I think was what it was called. That sounds right. Uh, but I, I, I got like all of these names wrong. Like very off. Yeah. <laughs> You're bad at this. I am very bad at this. Uh, that's pretty interesting. Uh, Cloud Punk uh, sequel coming in the form of a slice of life sim titled Nivalis, ne- uh, uh, based on their world. It's going to be still be in voxel form. Uh, if you've seen Cloud Punk, it's all voxels all the time. Uh, Venom in Fortnite, Judge Dredd in Call of Duty. We're just churning them out now. I mean, I don't know if you guys heard, but John McClane's in Call of Duty now. Is he? Okay. No shoes and all. Nice. I'd like to see Venom in Call of Duty. There we go. See, that's Wait, what I'm talking which, about. Which version of Venom? The most recent one, where he's actually like a soldier? Agent movie, to Venom? No, Tom Hardy. Yeah. Oh. why do you need tom hardy and anything else you already got him as bane cat i want him in magic mike there we go uh (laughs) there was a nintendo direct there was a nintendo Nintendo direct Direct. when like an hour ago like two hours ago now uh we got some monster hunter rise dlc uh, voice of the car, voice of cards, the Isle Dragon roars. Uh, Getty, I thought you'd be hyped in this because it is a card battler JRPG with Yoko Taro and his music, his uh, his composer, because that music was near AF. Yep, I'm in. I fa- I found it interesting. Like there are a lot of card battler games out there, but this mm-hmm. this whole game is just cards. Like the environment is cards. The, the, the shops text are cards. Is cards. The conversations. Yeah. Are cards. Yeah, it's it's really they're don't they're leaning all in, so I appreciate that. There we go. Uh, Animal Crossing uh, Direct coming in October. Final Smash character coming in October. Kirby and the Forgotten Lands. Damn, that thing looked pretty. Looked like Mario Odyssey, but for Kirby. I'm all aboard that train. I like Mario Odyssey. Everyone else suck it. I'm talking to you, Gaming Fix. <laughs> 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 we're we're overdue for a good Kirby game. 
I, uh, I mean, there are lots of good Kirby games. But, I would say uh, that there hasn't been a lot of good Kirby games. God bless it. Not there really. hasn't been no. one since the Super <laughs> Nintendo, really. Yeah, the, that's the, what I'm saying. The, Not since the Super Nintendo have we had a good Kirby game. The 3DS ones are good. Uh, uh, screw you, Kirby's Epic Yarn is fantastic. Uh, uh, is it? Mm-hmm. The, yep. the ones, yes. Yeah. Yes, you, you guys are, just don't like fun. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm with Joel uh, on this one. Knights of the Old Republic, uh, weirdly enough, not the remaster. Aren't they remastering this game? Yeah, for PlayStation 5. Yeah, this, but you ain't getting that. You're getting the original blocky, uh, graphic, uh, low-poly graphical version. Yep, uh, I'm dropping 15 bucks on this. <laughs> what was that? You got 15 bucks on this? I'm going to drop 15 bucks on it because that's how much it is. I've never played these games. Not not like I, I'm not naysaying these games. It just was... Again, there was a magical era where the only video game I played was World of Warcraft, so I missed all of these. Yeah, things. you shouldn't play this. You won't enjoy no. it. No, yeah, I'm sure. That's okay. I'm I'm okay with that. Um, we got some N64 and Sega Genesis games coming to Nintendo Switch Online in a quote unquote expansion pack. Can I just have like Sega Genesis and in, in this SNES? Like, I want to piecemeal this plan out. I don't need. Like, I played 64. I was there for it. I don't need it again. Yeah. I don't need the NES. I I didn't feel honestly like looking at that generation. The 64 and the PlayStation did not have a whole lot of really good games. You're wrong. That's fine. You can be wrong. It's okay. <laughs> I, I mean, jumped th- on that one because games, I know just... I. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, I played the good 64 games. Yeah. To to a, a degree that I felt satisfied. Right. I have not played all the PlayStation game one games that I like. There are too many PlayStation one games that I really like that. I would like to go back to and play, but uh, have you, in this case, Sega Genesis, I want to go back to yes. SNES. I want to go back to, I don't care about NES. I don't care about 64. Right. So yes. Can we piecemeal it or is it just, Oh no, it's, it's just, no, you, you will take it the way Nintendo gives it, and you'll like it. Do you have? <laughs> That's how this works. Opt out of it and not get these new uh, yes. systems. You yeah. don't have to. Pay it's for extra. It. It's an extra cost for it. That's why it's called an expansion pack. You have to add on to it your plan. Uh, also, you can buy controllers, N sixty four controllers, and a Sega Genesis controller. Uh, a little silly, but you know what? I still I do like the feel of an N sixty four controller. But uh, again, I still have a sixty four hooked up. So. I did buy those Super Nintendo controllers that they were selling for a while. I know. I, I don't. I don't think I can do N sixty four. I don't have the fondness for that system that a lot of people did because I I had a PlayStation instead. I I didn't play that until I went back to that generation. All right. But, so three out of the four of us are not fond nostalgia of the N sixty four. Getty, where do you land? Joel, I just want you to know, good for you for having a PlayStation. I had a goddamn Dreamcast. I also Ooh, I had, had one of those, too. And the Dreamcast love that. was awesome, but it didn't have a whole lot of good games. Exactly. It yeah. didn't have a good yeah, whole lot of good games that made it to America. I also had a Sega Saturn. Nice. I had one of those back in the day. Back in my day. Dreamcast, to me, was just the Soul Calibur's 2 machine. Oh, no, it was a Fantasy machine. Star machine. Fantasy Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that is Power well. Stone. I I don't... Whatever. I, I want to <laughs> get one of those remotes so that I can hold it and do a whole bunch of this. Just You're a just whole trying bunch to Mario Party Getty is yourself? wiggling his palm of his hand over the middle stick of the N64. Yes. That's visually what's happening. I can give you one of mine. I have four of them. I like, don't want readily to. available. You, you like, can just right do that now. while you're watching TV. Just sit there. Yeah, yeah I, again, I could, I could go get it. It's within <laughs> it's within 10 feet of me, Getty. It's hooked up. Ready to go. No, thank you. Just I, I don't know that any of us need to know that Getty is just cranking it watching TV. What do you think he's doing right now? That's a good point. Hand check. Hand check. Hand check. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. All right, there's also Splatoon 3 details. Um, I like Splatoon. I wish I could play Splatoon. I haven't played enough Splatoon. I, I should have. That was just something. I've watched it from afar, and I've enjoyed what I've seen. I have no idea what's going on. There's squid people that... Yes. Like, what the was up Splatoon... with the one that was hairy? Like, super hairy in the trailer. 
the way Splatoon works is that they're all squid kids, and they the the map you're supposed to paint it with your team's color, and then you could swim in the paint as well. No, no, I got and that. I just wasn't clear on what the big hairy guy was doing. I'm not familiar with the character. It was something like the squid kid walked up to this blob and then turned into the hairy thing. It kind of looks like uh, there was like an old cartoon or a uh, comic back in the day that had something like that. Well, they said that this uh, is like a in that world mammals don't exist and this is like a return to mammals like they exist now and that's like a whole thing that's like the story i guess oh. well they had a they had a whole event because uh, they had Splatfest, which were basically like team versus team and you chose what team you were on so like it to be ketchup versus mayonnaise and then like the winners gross. of the team's Oh, it looked gross on the, the maps, trust me. But, like, the the team that did the best in the matches won the Splatfest. And the last one they did was, like, determining what the setting would be. And I think it was either, like, I think it was either, like, Future or it was, like, Wasteland. And, of course, Wasteland won. So that's they, where we are. But they said the story is, like, mammals and stuff like that. Something Welcome to Splatsville, loser. Be a lot well, uh, then there was uh, I'm just gonna keep going through this uh, Bayonetta three uh, looking cool as hell I I played Bayonetta one to uh, the completion and then I thought I don't think these games are for me at least Bayonetta I think I prefer Devil May Cry it feels a little more uh, less chaotic for me so um, but uh, it looked cool as hell as always Chocopo Grand Prix I thought this game already existed on like PlayStation one maybe I'm wrong. Um, we got Mario Golf uh, DLC, new playable characters, Castlevania Advance Collection. Joel already dropped the 15 bones on that one. How is it? Uh, I played five minutes of Dracula so far, which isn't even a Game Boy Advance game. It's just the fourth game they added to it. Yeah. Uh, $20, but I, I'm going to get my time out of it for sure. Yeah, which uh, one is Actorazor? One where you play the reincarnation of Dracula. Is that Arya or Harmony? I have no idea. Th- this is a big blind spot <gasps> in my uh, Castlevania Ooh. history. Because it was after I had stopped having a Game Boy Advance that I then heard retroactively about these games being good. And then by then I didn't have a means to play it. Yeah. So it, it just it never got to me. One of those two is absolutely phenomenal it's borderline equal to or better than symphony of the night mm-hmm. uh and hmm. like the only thing that makes it borderline is you're held back a bit by the capabilities of game boy advance phenomenal gotcha. game i just yeah, never I've had heard, a game boy advance i've heard nothing but good things about these games it just again it just fell to time <laughs> back then. i think i've played one game boy advance game and i didn't care for it I think that was Tactics Advance. Good game. Anyways, Act Razor Renaissance uh, HD Remake. A Shadow Dropped. Uh, also, Arcade Archives, Pac Man, and Exevious uh, Dropped, and Project Triangle Strategy, uh, March of next year. That uh, Act Razor game, that's 30 mm-hmm. bucks. We checked before recording yep. it. I was, I was expecting closer to 20 on that. Nope. Um, it's well, it is a, it's it's not like the original. It's not like they gussied it up. It definitely looks like it's been remade. Yeah, and, and that's fair. It's just it I guess it's out of my price range right now. Yeah. I just that that was a shock to me that they like took the time to remake that one. Oh, yeah, okay. I don't know many people who have a fondness for that. Game. I actually surprisingly do know a lot of people who have a fondness for it. It's just that's still it doesn't mean it's not a niche game. It's like it's still in like a niche audience there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then finally, uh, hold on. Well, there's actually some miscellaneous stuff here before we get into it. So, Del- Project Triangle mm-hmm. Strategy, you brought it up. Is that going to be its freaking name? Yes. Because yes. oh. yes. Octopath Traveler started as Project Octopath Traveler. So, congratulations. Oh, you win. Enjoy Project Triangle name. Strategy. Bad name. <laughs> Um, we got Delta Rune Chapter Two. Uh, we got uh, Hot Wheels Unleashed, uh, Disco Elysium, Dying Light, which is weird because like that's not a great game that I. Or it's a great game. I like Dying Light, but I can't imagine it would run well on the Switch. Um, Dying Light Two coming as a version uh, that's going to be cloud based. I don't like cloud based gaming. 
for the Switch. I did that. It wasn't fun. We're we're not there yet. Mm-mm. That's what it comes down. It to. just removes the it, it removes the purpose of like the gaming itself because you can't put it in sleep mode. Uh, new boards for Mario Party Superstars, uh, Shin Megami Tensei Five, Demolition Derby, Disney's Magical World Two. I'm kind of knocking these out here. I don't know what that one is. See, so you, <laughs> you got your Atlas news. A, a little bit of a ten second snippet of Shin Megami Tensei Five. Oh, that's been in, that's been going for a bit. That's we've, that's a known uh, that's a known quantity. the The real Atlas news is that they started the Persona 25th anniversary celebration with a reveal, and the reveal was you get a PC desktop background. I'm not joking. Yay! Couldn't ask for anything more. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's still more, of course, but it's just like, yeah, everyone kind of knows what to expect from Atlas, so it's kind of like. Yeah, got it. That's just another thing. Maybe they're saving the best for last. I mean, I'm sure, but it's just, again, (laughs) one of those things. Also, drop the background into the chat so you can see if you wanted to see what uh, we're looking at for the background. Um, And then lastly, let's discuss Mario movie and cast revealed. Uh, Chris Pratt as Mario, uh, Anya Taylor-Joy as Princess Peach, Charlie Day as Luigi, Jack Black as Bowser, Keegan-Michael Key as Toad. Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong, Fred Armisen is Cranky Kong, Kevin Michael Richardson is Kamek, and Sebastian Maniscalco is Spike, and Charles Martinet in there as uh as cami they said cameos, not cameo, so he might be in there a couple times, honestly, which is like kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, Sebastian Maniscalco—that's the the really well, who is that? Yep. The guy—he's the—he's from Impractical Jokers. Help me out here. I don't watch TV. What's his name? Uh, Sebastian Maniscalco. I'm trying to see. I think, pretty, no, maybe he's not the guy from Impractical Jokers. Maybe he's something else. But he looks like one of those guys. Are you going to make me Google this? Yeah. No, I'm it, not. I'm absolutely not going to make you do this. It's a fact it's that Alex necessary. can't use Google. So. Oh, can, can no, you I'm use IMDb? Um, well, look, I mean, you shouldn't have to search it. Alex is the number one Impractical Jokers super fan. Yes. He has an encyclopedic knowledge of this stuff. He just he's firing at the ready. Just I've seen five question. of those right. episodes. I am looking at Which all more of than anybody his else actor here. credits. I have no idea who this man is. There we go. The, the only thing I want from this movie, I want Chris Pratt Mario to walk up towards like a Mario that's clearly like a person in a Mario suit. And then Charles Martinet talked out of that person in a mario suit but i don't uh, want charles martinet as mario i want charles martinet as charles martinet <laughs> i don't want i want it to be wait completely a missed opportunity is this going to be That's animated or is this live action it's CG. yeah it's animated yep. it's like the, it's like the, yeah. it's the same people who did the minions movies and stuff okay yeah which those are i mean i know there there are varying opinions on those movies i enjoy every the I've seen Sing and I've seen all of the Despicable Me and Minions movies, and uh, I don't buy a lot of things, but I have bought all of them. They are pleasant kids movies. Like the, they are very kind of like. It's like the Sonic movie. It's by the numbers kind of storytelling, but it's it's cute. It has a lot of good humor. Like that that studio knows how to make a fun movie. Ah oh, man, I think that there is. There is a there's that Shrek level of comedy that's only for the parents. The soundtrack by Pharrell Williams, throwing in a lot of weird names into those like to hear a, a, a rap song uh, by Tyler, by graph, very graphically vulgar Tyler the Creator rapping about being uh, Gru and being a super secret agent. It's like <laughs> okay, that's that's a weird mix, but you know what? It's awesome. Let's keep going. Uh, just a lot of a lot of good stuff out of those uh, movies that I enjoy. So I'm excited. I don't know how to, about the cast list because I just don't know how it'll fit. But I'm excited because I like that company, and I like some of these people. So freebies, freebies this week we have Unforgiven, Carry the Pain on HIO. That one looks to be pretty story heavy. Um, in like a side-scrolling pixel art kind of game that seems like very dramatic. Uh, we have as well uh, Butterflies Episode 1, which is just Jet Set Radio. I uh, got to tell you, if you like Jet Set Radio, go to Butterflies Episode 1 on itch.io for free. 
Minion Masters and Mortars uh, Melediction DLC. Uh, that is an RTS game, if I've ever seen one. I Like Flowers is an indie flower-growing game. And then we have The Escapists on Epic Game Store. Uh, Joel, you've played some of these Escapist games, right? Uh, I haven't played The Escapist. I, I played a different game from the same people. Yeah, like but prison, it's more like it's more like simmy, like not not thus it's Sims, but kind of like the. It's Sims. All, almost kind of like a tycoonish kind of game. Yeah, yeah. And yet, you uh, so that was a long news. news segment. Lots of news. You skipped the what news it, about Alec? paradox. Oh, I missed the paradox news. What is the paradox news, Alex? Shadowrun trilogy is releasing next year. Oh, you like the the tabletop uh, RPGs like that? Oh man, those are fantastic. Uh, maybe we can get uh, Kevin to run a game, too, while we're at it. Oh, if you want. Um, have you tried the Invisible Ink games? It's kind of maybe a little similar. A little similar. But this is, it's these are uh, future futuristic set games. Everything, instead of having nations, you have corporations. And mm-hmm. you've got orcs, you've got elves, you've got humans, you've got shamans, techers of rogues you've got everything in this game and it's keyboard cowboys i get it yeah well those are your uh deckers okay what are the orcs 401k plan is there there a company match if you work for the right company usually though as a shadow runner you're infiltrating other companies it's three percent uh it sounds awesome jokes (laughs) I actually, I, I've actually been curious about the Shadowruns for a while. They actually have, a, they've come out free in a lot of places. So, uh, Switch seems like it'd be a cool, uh, yeah, choice to try them out. And I mean, on the same topic, they've also got um, Paranoia coming out on Steam sometime in the future. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, that was a lot of news, a lot going on, and uh, we're going to take a break to uh, grab some water, and then we'll be back with the Backlog Vlog. We'll be right back. Wait, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. That's right, and uh, Joel will be Ed, <laughs> and Getty will be Jet, or maybe the other way around. Let's talk in the break. Okay, thank you, Getty. Thank you for <laughs> bringing the, the outro. The, the freebies came after the outro. Somebody it was moved, all confusing. Somebody plugged in the freebies after the outro we gotta lock these formats down yeah i know we really get let's take let's talk about it in the break we'll be right back Back with the backlog blog, where we play games that are that are that they are remaking, so we might as well play the original. Getty, you're playing Dragon Quest Three. Uh, we talked about it a little bit, but how, where are you feeling so far on Dragon Quest Three? I'm almost done with it. Thoughts, feelings, concerns? Uh, definitely better than the first two. Do you, in did my they actually opinion. flesh out a story? Yes. Okay. And it's actually easier to figure out where you're supposed to go and what you're supposed to do as compared to the first two. So I wanted to touch base on this. I think we vaguely, maybe I brought it up in a previous episode. I, I can't tell anymore. Uh, mm. But one of the things that's really nice about this Dragon Quest is that it introduced being able to select your own party, being able to change the classes of your party members later in the game, as well as some actual active elements to the game where in part of the story you have to go and get one specific class of character, a merchant, deliver him off to a town, and then in that town it starts to grow and prosper, and it turns out that the character that you left is he's a little uh, promiscuous, and he starts his own brothel, and you have to go to the town at night and there's a bunch of townspeople they're like yeah we're gonna overthrow him we're like gonna throw him in jail like he's a bad person and this is essential to the story too um since i'd never played dragon quest 3 like this 
was the bee's knees to me. <laughs> like, you it played just the first really two. Entertaining. Yeah. But this one, if you are going to play a Dragon Quest game before the remake, and you want to go old school, Dragon Quest Three is where it's at. Okay, okay, and and obviously this one actually has a story as opposed to one, and I, I don't think two had too much of a story, right? It was just like, here, good luck, save the world. Like, <laughs> where do I yeah. go? I don't know. Figure what it out. What should I do? I don't know. Maybe you should just walk around. In this one, it's like, oh, you should probably do this. You, you probably want to go do that. You need to do this. And uh, There's still some parts that it could be beneficial to have a guide at the ready in case you get stuck. Um, but I hit the point where I had to do a bunch of grinding before I got to the first end boss. And now I'm getting to the, the second, like, actual final chapter of the game where you go to the underworld so spoiler alert not really so how many rocket swords are there in dragon quest III? there are none and let me tell you why that's a bad thing because <laughs> rocket swords kick ass yes <laughs> that's incredibly disappointing to me clearly i'm not clearly they I'm kick ass sure. like, without question yeah, think about how quick I could have made it through this game with a rocket sword. I would oh, have just man, that'd be so disemboweled fast. the last or the, one of the bosses <laughs> and then just kept flying around to the next one. And you need to get a phoenix to fly around to get to the boss castle anyway. So if I had that sword, I wouldn't even need to have done all that story stuff, all that story work. You just you could have killed the phoenix. Yeah. Who needs him? I mean, I wouldn't have done any of the steps leading up to get it. So he wouldn't have hatched. So I like to imagine he would still be safe. I mean, it sounds like a no-brainer if you're asking me. Yeah, so go play Dragon Quest Three if you want. But imagine you have a dragon, you have a rocket sword. There are not enough dragons in these games, let me tell you. Really? So the That's name's surprising. misleading? Well, so the name kind of comes from the end where you're... The first boss is the Draco Lord. Yeah. So it like the, he's the main villain, and various versions of himself. So. So he's like a dragon. Yeah. Kind of. But he's a yakuza. No. No. But their yakuza are like a dragon. Yes, that is true. Okay. Which is currently but not all dragons are yakuza. And. Uh, you know, I I didn't realize how embedded Dragon Quest is in Yakuza Like a Dragon until like having gone and played Dragon Quest Eleven, mm -hmm. because ev that's like even more ridiculously like combining it. When you complete a quest in Dragon Quest Eleven, it's like you transgressed this with finesse, and in Like a Dragon, after you complete a quest, the main character just screams. With finesse. Ah. Oh, <laughs> so, okay. That's pretty good. And I didn't get that. Because uh. I'm also playing Dragon Quest Eleven while I play Dragon Quest Three while I play <laughs> video game homework. I don't uh, I don't have time oh my God. for this podcast. You you have like the Russian nesting cups of video games. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying I'm working on a lot of angles here. I said that I was gonna play JRPGs this year, and that's what I'm trying to do. Dude, you're like you're like eight or nine deep. I, you know, next year I'm gonna demand that we go back to the beat list going and try to make it as big as possible because we're seriously only like thirty games deep and I'm still winning. And it's like you're also playing games that are like hundreds of hours, and I, it's like it's yeah. And what you're are out you of control, Getty. You I'm playing six hour games, forty five minute games it. to fill out that beat list. Yeah, you gotta. That's what you Pathetic. do. I mean, we should really look at it. We should talk to Nintendo Main. They actually have a whole system that you get points for how long it is. And then uh, they do a total uh, at the end. Do, do we really want to add a system? To no, I don't. No. No, I'll do don't. it. I'll do it. Don't you dare. I'll, we don't I'll have do time it. for that. I'll, de I'll delegate. I have uh, technically a five baby. underlings. 
five. <laughs> you have Who are the other two? Assign, assign Robin the assignment. <laughs> I'm not throwing Robin you, into this. You you are project manager for this video game podcast. Get back on the damn trouble board, guys. There's assignments to be done. Oh, wait. Uh, I just wanted to do a quick wrap-up of uh, some games that I've been playing. Uh, Silicon Dreams. Silicon Dreams is the interrogation game where you are an AI who's tasked with interrogating people. Uh, usually other uh, cyborgs and or and I'm sorry androids androids in this world tell me if you've heard this one uh, androids are used as housekeepers or given other menial te- uh, labor jobs and uh, they want to have an uprising that sounds suspiciously like Detroit become human or lots of other or games like, getting yeah. there's lots of other games besides Detroit become human or nope. like thousands of movies. Any- that's that's the only game until Quanta dreams Star Wars. It's just funnier that David Cage thinks he's the he's the most original person in the world. Anyways, uh, in in these in this game you are given uh, certain goals. You're supposed to find this these bits of information. Where are they hiding? What are they doing? How did they get their job? Blah blah blah. And you're owned by a corporation, and you're supposed to be interrogating these different androids. You see emotional meters and questions become available but also get cut off depending on their emotional state and what questions you ask so if you ask a couple questions that piss off the robot then they're not going to answer these other questions that are like the nice ones so it'll actually say like oh they won't talk to you because they don't trust you so can you like rip off their arms what does an android have to fear like they don't well it's more about the fact that they haven't felt emotion before so you can kind of emotionally manipulate them by asking the right things hmm but i don't know i just get uh, i get hung up on androids having emotions and either they have emotions and you can't manipulate them because they're also machines or they don't have emotions and you can't emotionally manipulate them no, they're built with emotions, so but they have limiters. So it's almost like stunting their emotions to being a toddler forever and, and not being able to develop like complex emotions. And that's kind of the problem is that a lot of them end up uh, breaking past their limiters. And then all of a sudden now it's like an overload and they like start to like feel like they want to get get out of it, get out of the loop, get out of their. They want to find whatever what else is out there in the world that's they're they're being cut off from. Somebody divided by zero. <laughs> <laughs> and and so that's that's where a lot of these conversations go. And you have choices, different things. Like if you let somebody go, the company will be pissed off at you. But uh, that person may come back in the story later, like they become a revolutionary and break you free. Or you can become a corporate lackey and stop the revolution entirely. So multiple yeah, endings and everything, too. Yeah, so it's just it's just interesting how the story changes depending on how you handle each interrogation. Um, but I did I did feel like it was a little dry at the end. Um, I ended by finding the rev, the head of the rev, the robot uh, android revolution, and I convinced him within five minutes to just stop the revolution and stop what he's doing. And he's like, "Oh yeah, that's fine," and it just felt a little like uh, you really didn't you really weren't that dedicated, were you? Well, if they're emotionally stunted, how do you know? Oh, well, no. He had his limiters all set free. So he was fully, like, I could, there's a monitor throughout the game that gives you, like, their emotional level. You can watch them spike. But it's just, I was able to convince that guy to shut down the robo-revolution within minutes, and it just felt kind of uh, a little anticlimactic by the end. Do you know what that reminds me of? What? Um... Metal Gear Solid 4, mm-hmm. there's that part where they turn off all the nanomachines and all the soldiers sort of get, like, immediate PSTD because they had the nanomachines, like, suppressing all the trauma and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of that. Yeah. So, uh, I thought it was an interesting idea. I just felt like at the end, um, I could see the I could see the, the wires in the background, so I could, I felt like I could just, I could shut down the whole robot revolution it feels like I'm at the end or I can start the revolution. There are very clear parts where I could just revolt myself. And, but I, it kind of felt like I was like in the middle. I was like, I want to 
because if one of the things is that if you revolt too early your the the corporation uh discovers it and then you get decommissioned they literally just uh, scrap you for parts damn so there are, are multiple endings it just I'm, felt like i could see it too clearly where the game was going and then it just that made it disappointing so with some of these like getting scrapped for parts by the corporation how much of an allegory do you feel that, that is to corporate america oh no it's very clearly like the revolution the the head of the androids is telling you he's like you know they'll scrap you in seconds, right? You really don't shouldn't have any uh, any kind of loyalty to them at all. So it's very much a big allegory for it. So um, Silicon Dreams is worth checking out, but I also feel like uh, I could see everything. Like I could see the gears turning throughout the game, which kind of led to a disappointing conclusion. Uh, I also just want to say uh, Cloudpunk. Uh, it is a voxel game where you are a cab driver and essentially the story just kind of happens around you while you go from fair to fair. Uh, so there really isn't a lot of gameplay. Just kind of driving this floating cab that looks like a, a Minecraft version of the world from uh, Fifth Element. Ooh. Uh, so if you want to just like hang out and kind of just hit the WASDs, the WASD keys, while you're just having a story kind of unfold around you, uh, that's cool. I'm playing the their DLC, which uh, is essentially a semi-sequel. It's the same size as the base game, and it's just a secondary story. But it's pretty funny because it, the way it starts, it's a whole new character. You're walking to your cab, going to make some money, and uh, there's a robot police officer. He says, hey, I'm here to arrest you. You're like, oh, for what? And he goes, well, my first day is tomorrow. I see you have a warrant, and I want to make an arrest as soon as I start. So I'm going to sit here. Till 9 a.m. As soon as 9 a.m. hits, I'm arresting you. Boom, I start off on a great on a great foot with my job. It's a robot. And you go, oh, great. So that means you can come hang out with me because I got time. You probably would – you want to arrest me, right? So just come with me in the cab and let's hang out for a while. And that's how the game starts, you hanging out with this cop, robot police officer, just waiting for him to arrest you. But while you're doing it, you're like, hey, you want to grab a drink? He's like, I guess. And then you just like go drinking with this robot police officer. <laughs> So there's a lot of it's it's really starting off on kind of a stronger foot than I feel like the original because the original was a little bit dry, and this one already is giving me a little bit more personality. Your character, uh, in the original Cloudpunk, is more of a it's supposed to be someone who's like almost like a goth like like a Daria from MTV's Daria, uh-huh. just a little <laughs> bit flat, and that's fine. That's a character. That's a that's I get that character, but I also felt like in a game where I, the story is being told around me. Uh, that didn't carry me as much as I would have wanted. So, I would I mean, like I to it. object that Darius from MTV's Beavis and Butthead. Awesome. Fact. Fair. Fair assessment. So that is how I feel about the Cloudpunk and Silicon Dreams. I just wanted to throw in a little bit of a uh, wrap back to those games as uh, I've talked about them before and I'm back at them. Now let's move into one last thing. One last thing where we give one last sentence, one last statement, sending us into the weekend, new listener, to the weekday. Uh, for me, uh, Getty, I have not started Persona Strikers. I own it. I've heard the music. It's great. Everything about it looks cool. I can't wait to play it. But I'm hovering over this uh, all-out attack pack and Strikers Persona Legacy background music. Uh, DLC on this Nintendo Switch eShop. What are you thinking? Do it. Fulfill your destiny. This is all bad decisions. (laughs) Uh, Joel, what's your one last thing? It must be something in the air because I was going to talk about Persona 5 Strikers too. It it is my bid game I'm trying to go through while I nibble at a bunch of indies. Uh, I feel like I'm kind of bad at the game. (laughs) like i've had to leave the dungeon several times uh, in between like checkpoints just because i would run out of stamina badly don't it's Uh, a mechanic of the game you're doing fine joel oh okay Uh, and also like weirdly it's the first like bad guy and i feel like if it feels climactic already like it feels like it's already running up towards an end sequence and i'm it can't be because i haven't seen the die up from the intro in the car yet yeah you've got to watch out for early climaxes that 
is mm. concerning on yeah. many levels. There is another character they add. <laughs> they add another character into the into the game. So okay, okay. So I'm not done yet. <laughs> Getty, one last thing. I am gonna try and beat Deathloop before Alex. Um, well, considering you're like 15 hours in and I'm like three, sure. Yeah, and then I'm gonna invade your game and kill you. <laughs> See, this is what I was talking about. I get those text messages in the middle of the night. Alex, I'm going to kill you. The afternoon, and... I asked you to let me kill you. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I have to deal with, folks. Alec, your one last thing. Uh, I am actually kind of stoked to have my uh, 3DS charged again. It, I'm missing a lot of games that I forgot about. I'm looking forward to just putzing around with my little 3DS. Mm-hmm. Again, I found... I, I, I told you guys off mic, but... I was not excited to play this homework uh, on the 3DS because I don't have a whole lot of love for the 3DS, but I will say that it has been very, very easy to flip open the 3DS, play for 15 minutes, and then put it down uh, while I'm waiting for an email back from somebody. And that has been very, very... uh, Basically, I've played seven hours of this video game homework without even, like, thinking about it because I'm just like... Oh, okay. Like, oh, snap. I just, I blinked and I had a work week and all of a sudden I played like a bunch of this game. So, yep. And that kind of goes in the same collection of why I love the Switch and why I'm excited for the Steam Deck. Oh, there we go. 15 minutes. Oh, power off. There we go. Um, gotta say also, we are ramping up to extra life. We have people on the team. We got, we're getting Andre Cole. Uh, we got Allison from Gaming Fix, both those people from Gaming Fix. Uh, we have Brock over at Damage Boost. We're raising the money. We're going to be getting getting money for the kids. We're going to keep going, pushing that envelope for charity. Uh, we are almost done with that schedule. We are solidifying the schedule. We have our classics that you will see every year from Super GG Radio's Extra Life. Things like Spooky Hours, Beta Breakdowns. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Early adopters, you'll get your. Uh, you'll get. We're gonna get a tournament of power. We're gonna get your yearly dating sim completion. Uh, we're gonna get. I don't know if we're gonna get a Joel Suckathon, but we're gonna get something going. We're gonna do some just dance. We're gonna do some just dance until we are sweaty and tired. It's gonna be great. So Did, all for the kids. I need to give you Ring Fit Adventure back. For getting no. all sweaty? Maybe. Have you tried it? I have. We'll I actually really enjoy it. Well, yeah, it's awesome. Okay. Uh, so keep keep checking out our Extra Life page. We're going to keep plugging along, raising money for the kids. So give. Give for the kids. And that will be it for this week's Super GG Radio. Before we go, you can find us on Twitter at Super GG Radio and twitch.tv slash Super GG Radio, where we are streaming uh, four days a week. We have... Sunday, Alec, you still playing Final Fantasy IV? I am. Monday, we are playing No Straight Roads. Tuesday, we are playing Skylanders. Uh, Saturday, we are playing Skylanders. Four days a week stream. Joel's going to start coming up with a schedule, posting it up, making some art for it. Get it done, Joel. I really appreciate it. We also have our beta breakdown that is live now. As of Thursday, you're going to be hearing this podcast on Sunday. But our beta breakdown of Splitgate, where we have two of our friends from the Gaming Fix podcast, Andre Cole and PJ Plays. Pat over there playing some Splitgate. If you'd like to reach us with questions or input, our email address is mail at superggradio.com and provide a review on iTunes or the Shaman Roth IRA of your choice. Thanks for listening. GG Joel. Good game. GG Getty. Good game, Alex. GG, Alec. Good game. Good night, everybody.